Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Today we're going to talk about squirrels. Oh, and by the way, my name is Paula Adams. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. And if it's not your first time, thanks for coming back. Today I'm going to talk about that I want to change my logo. I'm working on changing it to a squirrel. And why a squirrel? Because I am kind of like a squirrel. And also I like to, I notice squirrels. When I see squirrels, I look at them and I get distracted by them. So squirrel, but also um, I just happened to, to do a search on squirrel because I didn't want to have a logo of a squirrel if it had some kind of bad connotation. And I just happened to find this um, website that I'm going to read to you. And the website is worldbirds.org slash squirrel dash symbolism. And it's, it's, it's really uncanny how it describes me. And I've never like had known anything about spirit animals or whatever. So you could just say that this is just a coincidence, but Listen to the description of a squirrel, and if you know me in real life, or just from reading my blog or whatever, see if you see these traits in me, because to me, it describes me to a T. It says that a squirrel is always multitasking, being prepared, being super busy, and saving food, money, and comforts. Um, Some squirrel... People are hoarders because they like to prepare for dark days. I'm not a hoarder and I really don't even like the idea of prepping. It's just kind of eh. So that doesn't really match up with me, but the rest of it does. It says the squirrel is a sociable nature, meticulous, love your routine, sc- always scurrying around doing different and multiple tasks. However, you still find the time to be sociable, have fun, party, and make friends. I don't really have a lot of time to party, but I do love people. I'm very sociable when I get the opportunity. And when I don't get to be around people for a long time, I start to get lonely and depressed. So I really do. uh, I am a sociable person, even if you don't see me getting out much. Uh, You have highly evolved communication skills, are great at talking, articulating, and vocalizing, and you can spot trends. So I do feel like this, that represents me very well, even if I don't always uh, have confidence when I'm speaking, I do like to talk. That's why I started a podcast. Also, it says that squirrels are great investors and know where the big bucks are. Well, investing is something that I would like to try. I haven't done it yet, but I I really do think it's a good idea. If you do your homework and, you know, you don't risk money that you really need for something else. And this one, the next two points in the article say, your research skills are fantastic as well. So you could be a journalist, a reporter, a blogger, or a writer. Ding, ding, ding. That is me at the moment. 
I love researching and I really love writing. On the downside, the squirrel uh, represents high-strung and hyperactive individual that runs around in multiple directions. So this can scatter your energy, which is fine as long as you have fun in the process. And most of the time I am having fun. Once in a while, I do need a day off where I just kind of stare into space or binge on Netflix or uh, HBO. And, you know, I actually really enjoy that as well. And when I, it's kind of funny when I'm binging on a show, because I don't do that very often, but when I actually, in general, when I watch movies, when I watch TV, I, um, it's almost like work for me because I'm always analyzing everything. And so when I'm watching a show, I'm like noticing all the stuff and I'm thinking about the hidden meanings and I'm thinking about how, what the message might be and the history and who, who are these actors and, um, you know, what, a lot of times I'll look up on my phone, what other movies was this actress in? And, you know, I might even look up, you know, what did she start out? What is, how did she get famous or whatever? So even when I'm watching a movie, I'm, I'm working and researching and wanting to learn things. And that's, you know, that's, I guess that's what squirrels are like. Squirrels are just busy little characters and, you know, living out here in the country, we do have a lot of squirrels and they love to torment my dog. And, and sometimes it's, it's so funny to see her, you know, she'll see a squirrel on the ground and man, she heads off trying to chase that squirrel. But of course the squirrel is in the tree way before my dog can get there. And then sometimes when I'm just walking through the woods and it's really quiet I'll hear the squirrels chattering and, you know, I always kind of wonder, you know, who are they fussing at? Maybe a bird or maybe a bird's trying to get in their nest or something. But so that's, I think that's going to be my, my new logo and I might have a new tagline um, that says, uh, be like a squirrel, but don't chase squirrels after squirrels or something like that. Um, you get the idea. Hi there, loyal podcast listener. If you're wondering how you can support my podcast and my blog, the easiest way is to use the links that I put in the show description or go to my blog where you'll see different products and, and advertisers and if you click on and purchase anything from any of those businesses, I will receive a commission. That's the best way that you can support me. Thank you so much for your help. As squirrels, we're going to have a second topic in this podcast. And that is the cyber polygon. Speaking of trends, a, the cyber polygon was, uh, it was week before last. And what's cyber polygon, you might ask, if you're not following the news like I do. 
the cyber polygon was a meeting of of people who are very into cybersecurity and also uh, you know businessmen and stuff that are involved in the tech industry and um, making sure that our data and business people's data is not hacked by cyber criminals. And so after they had their big conference, which um, was in, was sponsored by Russia, hosted by Russia, um, after they had that big conference, they actually put their, some of their videos on um, YouTube and I watched them. It was July 9th. And um, it was really quite interesting. But the thing is, the videos are obviously very scripted. And, you know, it's like, okay, can, you know, we want to know what happened beyond, behind closed doors, right? But of course, we're not going to get to do that. So what do they say on their website, cyberpolygon.com? It says, Cyber Polygon is a unique cybersecurity event that combines the world's largest technical training for corporate teams and an online conference featuring senior officials from international organizations and leading corporations. And they also have a live stream with millions of spectators, which I missed. I, I really wanted to watch that, but because of the time difference, I, I missed it somehow. So it says that it is supported by the World Economic Forum, which, you know, that's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, most likely evil bad guy. And um, it was sponsored by Spare, S-B-E-R, which I, I'm checking right now, but I'm pretty sure that is a Russian bank. So thinking about, okay, so yeah, Mikhail Mishustin is the prime minister of Russia. He was the, the leader of the cyber polygon. And there were also top officials there from Interpol, ICANN, Visa, IBM, Sber, and other organizations. So it was a very big deal, and this was not the first year for it. They, they've had it in the past as well. But a lot of people think that, you know, you can call it a conspiracy theory if you want, but they consider basically what they did at the Cyber Polygon behind closed doors to be some kind of practice for what is they're going to do in the future. Now, I'll, I don't know if they have any evidence for that theory, but basically, since we know what happened with COVID and the, the uh, pandemic preparedness, and then all of a sudden we had a pandemic, I can understand that suspicious way of thinking about this conference. So I guess we will find out what's going to happen in the next year if we're going to have suddenly have a whole bunch more cyber attacks. However, we've already had quite a few this year, and a lot of them don't even get into the news. But we had some important ones where um, the oil 
pipeline um, was hacked. Their, their, their computer systems were held for ransom. And then another one was, I believe it was a meatpacking plant. But then um, there have been smaller, you know, smaller businesses have been hacked too. So what do they do? What do these mostly Russian hackers do is they hack into your your company's um, computer system and they make it so that you cannot get in there and you can't do anything. And they tell you that in order for you to access your own computer system, you have to pay them, you know, thousands or millions of dollars. And, and what they said in the cyber polygon is that these people are being paid in Bitcoin. So I guess that's kind of supposedly, I I don't know. I saw that one person paid a whole bunch of Bitcoin as a ransom, but then they were able to get some of some or most of that money back. So I guess it is traceable. It's not as, you know, secretive as maybe these hackers want it to be. But so I started thinking, okay, does this really apply, you know, as me, as an individual, do I need to be worried about these cyber crimes other than the fact that it might cause higher gas prices or, you know, they might shut down the electrical grid or, you know, um, cause supply chain problems for food. I mean, yes, you know, all of us should be concerned about those things because we need oil, you know, gas, we need food, we need electricity. And when you start thinking about how many things are dependent on the electrical grid and the internet, you know, like the, um, the satellites and the um, internet towers, the cell phone towers and all, you know, the phone, the phone companies all have, you know, data systems and, and systems that could be hacked. I mean, everything is on a computer now. I mean, you've probably experienced some minor inconvenience before and didn't even know it when, you know, your data was compromised by hackers. But what they're talking about is that at the cyber polygon was that the the more we get into this uh, digital transformation where the whole world is going to be every every bit of information is going to be on a computer and pretty much every business is going to be computerized and put into some kind of central computer, which is, which to me, nobody's asking me, but it's a very bad idea, you know, very bad idea to have everything connected to a central computer. So let's just think about a few of the things of our personal information that could be possibly compromised. Okay, your credit cards, all of your data, all the purchases you've made, all your your um, accounts and all that are on on a computer somewhere. 
Your uh, medical information is all on a computer now. Your banking information, which of course that one is, is one of the big ones that they don't want to be hacked. Um, your driver's license files contain a lot of very critical information. Your social security number, your birth date, your photo, your address, your um, emergency contact information, and, you know, any, uh, some of them I think even have uh, fingerprints. And then uh, how about your, um, your cell phone data? That's a wealth of, you know, text and phone calls. And then you have other things like your passport information. And then think about the different websites that you use. Like PayPal contains a lot of um, critical banking information. eBay contains your banking information. You have your school records. And sometimes that has, you know, very uh, critical personal information. And then, then not to mention your social media accounts. Facebook has a lot of critical information. Some people have had to even send in their driver's licenses. And then Instagram has all your photos. And then um, if you are on any kind of government um, programs, such as food stamps, Medicaid, Social Security, um, well, we're all on social social security. So, you know, if you've been on unemployment, they have your, your personal um, identifying information. So, so what, what are these polygon people talking about? Well, they're talking about preventing all that data from being hacked and from being stolen and from being sold because these hackers, um, they can, they can block your access to the computer, but they can also copy that information and then use it against you later. And that's, that's what a lot of them have done is they've threatened to release that information unless they get paid. So yes, I think as citizens, we do need to be aware of the stuff that we that we are entrusting to companies and I don't know what the answer is. And, you know, I, I hope that these people are really smart and they're going to find ways to protect our information. But I think we should also be sure to have backups of important information that is kept on a separate system. And, you know, just like we back up our photos, we back up other things. Just think about, I mean, if you, even if you have a small business, like I saw one video where a small town bank, I mean, a library had been hacked and they had had to pay a ransom to be able to access their own computer system for this library. You know, it was their card catalog and it was all their members uh, data. It's a wild, wild world we live in, the wild world of the digital hackers and the data and just, you know, it has so many benefits. And yeah, I, I like technology and I use it a lot myself, 
and just the thought of having someone um, hack, you know, something, you know, I don't know. It would be very upsetting. Like one of the guys in one of the um, videos I watched was, was talking about how you feel very violated when, you know, that happens because that's your life that's stored on those servers. You know, that's your history. That's your private information. And it's very personal. And when someone like steals it from you, it's a, it's a violation of your personal, you know, security, you know, it makes you feel extremely vulnerable. Um, and just like when any criminal, you know, hurts you, it's, it's very disruptive to your uh, sense of, you know, safety. So I think it's important that we realize that this is a possibility and it could happen and take whatever steps, you know, I, what I would recommend after listening to this, here's your call to action or whatever they say is uh, go on YouTube and just Google cybersecurity and maybe, you know, scroll through the list and see if there's one that jumps out at you. Maybe that might kind of help you understand the risks and maybe some things you can do personally. I'm sorry that I didn't come prepared to give you that information. Um, like I said, I've been up since 2 a.m. and <laughs> this, this podcast is maybe a little bit off the cuff. But these are, you know, some topics that I have been wanting to share. So hopefully this podcast won't be too bad. If, if you're a regular listener, would you please go on Apple Podcast, uh, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcast, and find my, find my uh, channel on there, Blue Skies and Green Pastures, and uh, leave me a review. All you have to do is find the main the main page uh, for my my blog, my podcast, and then scroll down to the bottom until you find the reviews. And then you can give me, you know, hopefully a five star review, and then click on write a review and leave me a few words telling me what you like or what you don't like. Maybe uh, which episode really spoke to you, and that would make me so happy. And it would also, you know, boost my uh, visibility to other podcasters. Um, there are literally millions of podcasts out there. So um, the odds of people listening to this are pretty low. But I love podcasts. So I like to listen to the, the small ones, the big ones, you know, I have my old favorites that I always listen to. And I try to listen to a lot of new ones just to see what's out there. And I have really been discovering some great ones. In fact, let me, let me just uh, tell you a couple of the names that I've picked up lately. The Elisa Childers podcast is really good. And of course, I always listen to Tony Evans, but that's one of my old ones. Oh yeah. The Collective Marketing Podcast is very helpful for podcasters and other people. And I love the Health Club for Moms podcast. 
and Wretched Radio is very good. Oh, I just found a new one today that I, I really enjoyed, and it's called Life Skills That Matter. And that one had some really great stories. And I found another one called Pocket Party Podcast, and that one's a, a comedian. So if you want something a little lighter. And uh, Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn is really good. So those are just a few. Oh, yeah, of course, I love Awaken with J.P. Sears, but he doesn't really post that many blog, uh, podcasts. So when he does, I always enjoy them. And last but not least, I want to mention Bombs and Bants. And that is just a kind of a funny, interesting one. He's also a blogger. So that's your podcast list. Thanks for coming by. Please like, share, and um, review. And we'll see you next time. Bye now. Okay, Random Thoughts with Eric G. And I listen to him on Anchor. But he's got a great voice, and I keep on telling him that. He probably thinks I'm weird. Um, and then The Sheologians is really good. don't go yet. I've got a quick message I'd like to share with you. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay about your life, about the world? Do you have hope? Do you feel loved? Do you know God? God knows you. God made you. And he wants to be in fellowship with you. And the only way that you can have that close fellowship with God is to know Jesus, his son. Jesus came to the world and and died on the cross for our sins so that we could be reconciled to God. And if you can believe that, if you can believe that there's a God who made you and that he loves you, and that he made a way for you, for your sins to be forgiven so that you can be with him in heaven and in the kingdom, then, then, you're, then you will be forgiven and you will have a new life with the Holy Spirit living inside of you. So I just pray that you will accept Jesus today. Thanks for listening.